What's up, everyone? Happy Wednesday. It's your boy Rob here. Welcome to the Flame Entertainment and Sports. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about the future of athletics at the University of Miami. On Monday, Blake James, the athletic director at the University of Miami, um, was relieved of duties. Uh, it was a mutual decision between both parties. Um, but obviously now, um, it's going to be a very, um, it's a very crucial time right now for the University of Miami. Um, obviously, the, the school itself is doing great. Um, obviously, like, uh, other programs are still going on regardless if there's an AD or not. But um, the, the reason why I say it's a very crucial time for the university is because when you think about the University of Miami, the first thing um, that you think about is football. And obviously, um, the University of Miami hasn't been in the national championship game since 2001. So it's been 20 years since we've been um, championship, like literally championship contenders. And um, when you think of all the great teams in the 80s and 90s at the University of Miami, um, the, the football program is really what put the University of Miami on the map. Um, literally, like we're, we're known as the U, <laughs> literally as the U because of how great and dominating our football program was. And at the end of the day, for, for the next um, athletic director coming in to the university, um, his main goal should be to do all he, all, him or, or her, sorry, it should be, uh, like their main focus, I mean, should be on uh, doing all they can to try to make the football team a powerhouse once again. Because like I keep saying, that's really what put the University of Miami on the map. And when the Miami Hurricanes football team is on top of college football, college football is better. Um, the football world in general is better. And it'll just be um, something that many fans have lost hoping, but if this next athletic director is able to come in and really make a huge difference in the football program, it could turn everything around for, for the whole school. And um, I, I'm hoping that we have the right decision makers right now, um, making this a uh, very crucial um, decision for us. And then, and then also this directly relates to what's going to happen with the football program. Um, will a new AD keep Manny Diaz for another year? Or, or will they let go of Manny Diaz, relieve him of his duties and, and bring in their own coach um, uh, with that coach's own coaching staff? Um, usually how it goes, like when you look at, at past examples of this, usually when a new AD comes in, you know, he brings in a new football coach. That, that's typically how it goes. And it makes sense when you think about it. I mean, if you're going into a, a program, you want to bring your own people with you. It sounds kind of difficult, like, oh, for you to come in and then just leave everyone who, who's been there already in place. So it's going to be interesting, however, to see what happens. I know most people are critical of Manny Diaz. Um, and I understand it because it goes back to my point of football is, like, arguably the most important thing at the University of Miami. Um, and he hasn't he – hasn't, been able to establish um, this program as a winning team in his uh, first three years so far as a head coach. So I understand it. I understand the, um, the disappointment. I understand the, the people who want him to get fired. I understand it all. 
Um, and you, you could call me crazy. I don't care, but I, I'm still a, a, a believer in Manny Diaz. Um, like it's only his third year as a head coach. Um, my biggest thing when, when talking to people about Manny Diaz, I, I don't think he's had a great coaching staff. And that's something when you look back in history, like other great coaches always have the best coaching staff. Currently, Alabama, Nick Saban, this offseason, he hired Doug Marone and Bill O'Brien to be assistants at Alabama, two former NFL head coaches. Um, when you think of Don Shula and the 1972 Miami Dolphins, he had Howard Schnellenberger as an assistant coach. Then Schnellenberger went on a couple of years later to become the head coach at the University of Miami and give the football program its first ever national championship. Um, those are just two examples that came to the top of my head. Like coaching staffs matter. It's not just about the head coach. There's only so much the head coach can do and can control. And there's so much already that he has on his plate that he needs all the help you could get. So in my opinion, the biggest problem um, with the Manny Diaz era so far has been the lack of great coaches around them. I think if you put in enough resources um, at the university, to bring in some high caliber and high profile assistant coaches. Manny Diaz can prove to you that he could be a great head coach and lead a, a, a football team to, to become a national title contender. I, I truly believe that. But like I said already, I do understand those of you who, who want a new, a fresh start, who want a new uh, coach. I, I completely get it. Trust me, I 100% understand. So I just opened an article by Barry Jackson of the Miami Herald. It's called Why Timing Becomes Issue with UM Athletic Director Search and Buzz on Hurricanes Plans. So I'm gonna read a couple of names that Barry put in this article that are uh, being considered for the athletic director uh, position. Um, so before I get into those being considered, so Barry writes here that um, UM officials, Rudy Fernandez, um, Joe Echevarria, and South Florida businessman Jose Mas um, are expected to be key, key contributors in, in the decision-making process of hiring a new athletic director. And now to get into the names that Barry mentions in this article who could be considered for the athletic director job, uh, Washington State Athletic Director Pat Chun, who was the former athletic director at FAU and the former athletic director assistant at Ohio State. And there's USF Athletic Director Michael Kelly, who I actually met a couple years ago. He's a St. Thomas University alum, so that'd be pretty cool if he gets the job. And there's FAU Athletic Director Brian White and former Louisville Athletic, Direct, Athletic Director Tom Jerich. Um, and then he, he Barry also mentions an article, though Clemson Athletic Director Dan Radakovich previously worked at UM and had interest at the UM job, uh, when he worked at Georgia Tech, it's questionable if he would want this job. And I 100% um, understand that if he would want to stay at Clemson and not come to Miami. Um, then it says, same with Oregon's uh, well-regarded AD, Rob Mullins. Then Barry goes on to mention Gino Toretta, who's obviously one of the all-time great Miami Hurricane quarterbacks, uh, former Heisman Trophy winner. He, he says, Barry says that Gino is the only prominent former player known to be interested in the AD position. And um, it says one key member of the UM administration loves Toretta, but his chances rest on Julio Frank's willingness to do something outside the box. Obviously, Julio Frank, he's a, the president of UM. Um, 
Barry also writes, one board of trustee member suggested pairing a former player with a, with a career administrator in a combo AD row. And I, I would actually love, I love that idea actually. So you basically get like a former player to focus um, uh, mainly on the football program. Then you also hire a regular athletic director to, who of course will also have an input along with the former player in football, but will be able to focus more on the other programs and therefore we'll have that former player really uh, uh, having his hands and uh, his ideas on uh, for what the football program should do. Barry also writes, for example, Alonzo Highsmith, um, Gino Toretta, or even Carolina Panthers assistant GM Dan Morgan could run football and make key administrative football decisions and head, head up fundraising as the face of the program. But another skilled administrator could operate the department's finances and other sports. Someone such as former UM athletic department staffers, Tony Hernandez, who is now the deputy assistant athletic director at Texas Tech, and Jim Frivola, who is now a Las Vegas Golden Knights executive. Um, and he, he also has considerable college and NFL experience. So those are a couple of names, a couple of key um, takeaways that, that I found um, in this article by Barry Jackson. If you guys want to track, uh, check it out, you can go to MiamiHerald.com. And you can check out Barry on Twitter at Florida Sports Buzz. And now to get into a couple of names he, he mentioned um, in case Manny Diaz just get, uh, does get fired. So Barry goes on to mention, of course, Mario Cristobal, who I would say is the uh, number one on the dream list for all Kings fans right now. Obviously, he's uh, the current head coach at Oregon, um, former Miami Hurricane player, um, former FIU head coach, former assistant at Alabama with Nick Saban. Um, he, he's a Miami guy, born and raised. He's Cuban. He, he's one of the best coaches in, in all of college football, and he's proven that. I would I would love to have uh, Crystal Ball here if Manny Diaz does get uh, relieved. Then he goes on to mention Cincinnati's uh, head coach Luke Fickle, uh, who's been who has a record of forty five and fourteen there, which is in incredible. Obviously, last year Cincinnati they only lost their bowl game, and this year they're um, they're undefeated. They're currently ranked number five, and they're looking to make it to a college football playoff. So obviously, Fickle's done a hell of a job there. Then he's then he mentions Baylor's Dave Aranda, who's eight and two this year in, in his second year at Baylor, uh, and Louisiana's Billy uh, Napier, who's thirty-seven and twelve in his career there, and and then Ole Miss's uh, Lane Kiffin, who in my opinion is one of the most uh, created uh, creative offensive minds in all of football, not just college, also the NFL. Like uh, this offseason, I wanted Lane Kiffin to be to become the offensive coordinator of the Dolphins. When we were looking to hire a new offensive coordinator, obviously that didn't happen. And Kiffin's had uh, a lot of success so far in his short time in Ole Miss. Um, he's also coached at Tennessee, USC, FAU, um, and now uh, and and also he was the offensive coordinator at Alabama under Nick Saban when Tua was there. Um, so look, at many look, I, I would give Manny Diaz another chance. And here here's my biggest. Um, case, I guess I would say, for keeping Manny Diaz is look at the freshman this year. Tyler Van Dyke is special. When you have a quarterback like that, he could change everything for you. A, a perfect example, Clemson. They had Deshaun Watson. They were a national powerhouse all his years there. Um, they, have, they had Trevor Lawrence. They were national championship, uh, a national championship powerhouse all his years there. Now, this year, the year after they lose Lawrence, they're 
obviously not the same. They're just a mediocre ACC team now. So a quarterback like Tyler Van Dyke could change everything for you. Manny recruited him. He brought him. He brought him in. Van Dyke's a true freshman. Then to go on the defensive side of the ball, look at our safeties: Cam Kitchens, James Williams. They're also true freshmen. And we also have other true freshmen on the roster who have contributed. But I want to highlight those three guys who have the potential to be superstars and have the potential to turn this whole program around. So I would, that's my main case for keeping Manny Diaz. But with that being said, um, if Diaz were to be let go, my dream hire would be Mario Cristobal, uh, followed by Lane Kiffin. But, um, but yeah, I, I wanted to do uh, an episode um, on the state of the, of, athletics at the U because it is a very important topic. It's such a key and critical time right now for the university. And I'm hoping that they end up making the right decision for the AD role, for the head coaching role of the football team, whatever it may be. I just hope they make the right decisions. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Go Canes. Until next time, everyone, take care.